Welcome to Twisted Reality. My name is Misty. I am here with my husband, Matt. We are ordained ministers. As before, we are going to dive into spirits, creatures, and myths. This will include some of our real-life experiences, as well as experiences from others. We will attempt to shed light on the stories and myths that twist reality. Today's topic, we thought with Halloween right around the corner, Halloween is a holiday celebrated each year on 1031. The tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, spelled totally different than how you pronounce it, S-A-M-H-A-I-N, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. The Celts, who lived 2,000 years ago, mostly in the area that is now Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France, celebrated their new year on November 1st. This day marked the end of summer and the harvest and the beginning of the dark, cold winter, a time of the year that was often associated with human death. Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of living and the dead became blurred on the night of October 31st. They celebrated Samhain when it was believed that the ghost of the dead returned to earth. The custom of Halloween came to America in the 1840s with Irish immigrants. They were fleeing the potato famine. At the time, the favorite pranks in New England included tipping over outhouses and unhinging fence gates. Custom of trick-or-treating is thought to have Irish origins. That's because we did everything right. <laughs> He's Irish, folks. <laughs> Possibly from the practice going door-to-door to collect many money, sorry, and cake, or another custom, begging for soul cakes. A soul cake is where a beggar would beg for a cake, and in return, they would pray for the giver's dead relative's souls. If a person didn't give a cake, they got a trick. This is how the story of the jack-o'-lantern started. It is a custom, it is believed to come from Irish folklore about a drunk named Jack, go guess, <laughs> who tricked Satan into climbing a tree, then carved an image of the, of a cross into the tree trunk to trap the devil. He struck a deal with the devil to leave his soul alone when he died. But when heaven would not take him after his passing, he was forced to carry a hollowed-out turnip full of embers as he wandered eternal darkness. People later replaced the turnip with a pumpkin. <clears throat> And here's a fun fact. In the U.S., the first official citywide Halloween was celebrated in Anoka, sorry, I can't pronounce these things, Minnesota, in 1921. That makes this year the 100-year anniversary of Halloween. Going trick-or-treating the pagan way. Another theory proposes that during Samhain, Celtic people would leave food out on the porches to placate the souls, ghosts, and spirits traveling the earth that night. Eventually, people became, became 
sorry, began dressing up as these otherworldly beings in exchange for similar offerings of food and drinks. Some of these things I write down and my writing's not so clear. Trick-or-treating, the American way. Some sources argue that modern trick-or-treating seems stems from ben Belsnickling, a tradition in German, American communities. Children would dress in costumes and then call on their neighbors to see if the adults could guess their identities. In one version, the children were rewarded with treats if no one could identify them. Fun fact number two, the classic Halloween colors can trace their origins back to the Celtic festival Samhain. Black represented the death of summer, while orange symbolized the autumn harvest season. This holiday for me is one of my favorites. Um, you're either Halloween all the way or you're Christmas all the way. Some people can do a little of each. Um, but I have to say my Halloween is when I go all out. Um, yes, I'm not the pumpkin spice lover like some of the Halloween people. But I am the one who likes to put out the most terrifying, realistic Halloween things. I've kind of toned down since I've had grandchildren. I don't want to terrify them and make them not like Halloween <laughs> anymore. So I've kind of toned down a little bit. Um, but this one is my favorite holiday. And Christmas people will argue and fight with me sometimes because they love Christmas just as much as I love Halloween. My aunt would put up her Christmas tree in October. And, and her and I would always banter back and forth. I'm like, can we get over Halloween first? And even Thanksgiving, you're like totally skipping two holidays. Um... So for me, I have tons of family traditions on this holiday, as opposed to most people who have traditions on other holidays. You know, that's a good point. I, I honestly would like to see Halloween coming back to, to being about tradition. It's slowly becoming more and more corporate, like Christmas. Um, you know, and, and there's a good reason for that. A quarter of the world's candy gets sold during Halloween. So, I mean, that's candy companies. They, they really want to corporate this and get it going. But looking at the mask now, it's, it's kind of interesting compared to when we were kids. You know, you got the plastic Casper with a little rubber band on the back to hold it on your head. Now these guys have latex masks. And the, the amount of artwork they put into it, just like you've done zombies. and Yeah, I actually have Blowing to out eyeballs. <laughs> I actually have to um, <clears throat> go out. One year, I bought a prosthetic empty eye socket so I could put that on my son for his zombie costume. <clears throat> I'm going to try and post pictures of that on our Facebook page later uh, so you can see that. This year, I have to paint... Um, a tiger face for our daughter. 
a cat face for my granddaughter. So yeah, it's really come a long way. I mean, our grandparents had to use bed sheets and get creative with their costumes. With us, we had the store-bought, like you said, plastic faces with a little rubber band on the Basically back. the garbage bag that <laughs> slid over the top of you, painted like the mask. Yeah, sometimes it had to tie behind you. Um, nothing like today. And it's just, I mean, there are things that need to be, I guess, made better. Um, I don't know. You think me growing up in an Irish household, we would have took Halloween a little more seriously. Hell, I got stuck in a damn hefty bag and sent to school. <laughs> Teacher asked what I was. I had to tell her I was white trash. <laughs> yeah, my my family was not Irish, and um, that's what was really weird. I didn't even have any Germans in my family. My m- mother was uh, basically half Blackfoot. My dad was half Cherokee, and uh, the other half is uh, English. Uh, so, I mean, there was n- no watered down anything. I was English, and I was more watered down. I'm English, Blackfoot, and Cherokee. So, there you go. <laughs> and here we are celebrating Halloween like you should have. Yeah. We. We carve the pumpkins. We cook the pumpkin seeds. See, I, I don't share the, <laughs> I don't share the enthusiasm that you do because when I was a kid, when I didn't wear the hefty bag, my costume was mom's makeup. I come out of the house looking like I was, at the time. This was before Rocky Horror Picture Show, but that's what I came out of the house looking like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we went all out with our costume. We. My dad and I would do like a little haunted house every year and it just, it became a big deal for us. And I think that's why I take it more serious and that it's like my favoriteest holiday. Whereas when you come to like, for me, Christmas isn't one that uh, really floats my boat and I don't know I mean I love the snow outside I love decorating trees I love getting uh doing presents and hiding presents and all that that's that's fun for me it's just not as awesome as Halloween for me I don't know you know now you just mentioned something a second ago that I'd like to touch base on the amount of money that people spend to get the shit scared out of them at these haunted houses. I mean, we've been to some good ones. Heck, there's some that you have to actually sign, sign paperwork, waving pretty much death. So, yes. <laughs> You're not going to hold them responsible. You're for not going to hold them responsible if you have a heart attack or a seizure or anything because, I mean, they get that entailed with their haunted house. I don't know. We've seen some good ones. Yeah, and if you look, there are a lot of uh, things that people are scared of. I mean, think of what you're scared of. Are you one of those arachnophobia type people, scared of spiders? 
Are you scared of snakes? Some people are terrified of dolls. Others are terrified of dying. So, right there, what would you make a haunted house out of? Well, I'm going to tell you, we've been through a ton of haunted houses, but so far my favorite was what we just done last weekend up in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. We rode the haunted train. Oh, that was so awesome. And you need to post some of them pictures on the website. It it wasn't scary, but the amount of detail they put into what they were doing just brought back a lot of memories of TV shows we watched as a kid. Um, our granddaughter, that don't scare me. That don't scare me. She was trying to be so big, but we rode an 1880s train, old steam engine, pulled in an open car through a tunnel that was the actual, I guess you would call it the train garage, barn, I don't know how to put it with it to get everybody to understand what I'm talking about, but it was where you parked the trains for maintenance, and you went in there, and my lord, I, I can't even think of everything. There was literally- Headless ghostmen. There was a literal plane crash, a full plane. Yes, they took a full plane and crashed it into a swamp. Um, they had Crystal Lake. They had a, a giant rat come out of a train car. Yes, they with had glowing that. eyes. Um, they had Beetlejuice. Holograms. The hologram. Guy oh, was the awesome. hologram guy was. That was top line there. Um, they even had Pumpkinhead. Um. Uh, an area where they put a bunch of dolls and children uh, playing in a playground. But they were all like dead-looking children and dolls playing in a playground. Now, the only thing that did scare our granddaughter was the live people who came up and knocked on the train. Knocked on the train right <laughs> next to her. But you're, when you're getting ready to pull into this tunnel, it looked like an apocalyptic, uh, almost like a Mad Max theme with all the Crashed hearses and the motorcycles all parked everywhere. Bonfires on both sides. People were wearing their costumes. Yeah, it looked like uh, the one hearse looked like it wrecked into the hospital. And they had gurneys of dead people. And uh, one of the live people was crawling out of the hearse, out of a casket. It, I mean, they it, went all out. It, it was, was awesome. Really nice. The horse, the headless horseman, that horse was insane how yeah. detailed. It was It was uh, animatronic, I guess, is, is the best way to say it. But that horse would go up on its hind legs, would kick its front hooves, and the guy was on the back. And I mean, it was, it was very well done for a smaller town. I mean, Mount Pleasant's only 10,000 people. But they really, they dragged some people in from all over the place. And it was 14 bucks, unlimited train rides. Yeah. I mean, if you get a chance or if you're anywhere close to Old Threshers in Mount Pleasant, head there. It, it's awesome. They also have a haunted house, which we did not go through. Oh, we, the line for that thing was hours. Yeah, that was ridiculous. But I'm kind of lazy. I like riding the train. <laughs> the train was awesome. Well, we love steam engines, so we like taking those old-fashioned uh, steam engine rides. We did that in, uh, oh, which... Deadwood. Deadwood, that's it. You know, the one haunted house I want to take you to, and I know you're still wanting to go, is down there in Baton Rouge, right when you're crossing the Mississippi River. Yes, I've looked it up online, folks. Um, I, I just tried. That's what made all the interference. Yeah, the I can't do it right now so I can give you a name because um, it makes our equipment go wonky, and you probably wouldn't be able to hear us even if we did find the name. But they actually have 
a real graveyard inside that cemetery or inside that haunted house. And I mean, they, you have a sneak, you have to sneak around through this maze. I don't know if it's inside a warehouse, but it's a maze for in this warehouse to get to the cemetery where the graves are. But even then they have people there that do things too. So that, yeah, I really want to go to that one. That, that looks like it's going to be cool. You want to go to do the cemetery tour, tour St. Louis Cemetery in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> been tons of cemetery to haunted house around here. Now the thing that's becoming more and more popular is the zombie shoots. Yes. And for me, yeah, I'm, I'm loving zombies. I mean, who doesn't like The Walking Dead? And for some women, shout out for Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl. He's adorable. But, um, <laughs> I know you're going to laugh at me for that one. But, uh, yeah, we, I just, for me, shooting zombies with a paintball. It depends on how it's set up. I've seen it done several different ways. One, Columbia, Missouri, we took a, a hay trailer, two-story hay trailer. They double-stacked it. Yeah. And then they just drove in a circle. Yeah. And the zombies were standing inside the inside circle. Inside the circle. So and it's not really it, like... <laughs> now I've seen others over down in Missouri, um, over by Kingdom City. It was a, like a like a corn maze. Yeah. Well, I liked the one that and, we drove past where you got to ride in a lift yeah and the zombies were down in this like forestry type yeah it was a sky lift uh, and you're riding a sky lift and i mean you're picking them off as they're going down below you're almost like you're riding in a helicopter sniper and yeah that's kind of cool just for you know the ride and the you know but when you're trapping them in one little circle like the little yeah, it was so boring. They yeah. just, and they didn't even move around. They just stood there. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of like my zombies to have a little bit of freedom. Okay, so wait, I wait, feel wait, like wait. I'm... Let's, let's not get it carried away. <laughs> I don't want a World War Z zombie. Yeah, those are terrifying. <laughs> God, it just, yeah, you see so much stuff. As much as we've traveled, you see all kinds. Of, she's got a list a mile long of places she wants to go look. But, uh... Yeah, I thought about running down to New Orleans this weekend. Who knows? Yeah, we got a lot planned, so yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I know. I wonder if she would. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just whether you like the haunted houses, whether you like the zombie shoots, whether you just like to trick or treat, you know. And you or go back to the old days and do the bonfires with the costumes. Exactly. A lot of adults are doing that now. That don't have the children because, you know, COVID really put a hamper on trick or treating last year. We still went, but the amount of people doing it, there wasn't that many. But the ones that were, we've seen some really interesting ways of handing out candy. Yeah, the pipes that you know, it's kind of like a what's those uh, old kinetic that you build and you watch the marble drop kinda, down and yeah, it's like a cross between. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse trap and connector sets. Uh, they they would have little spots where your kid had to stand and where you're supposed to place your your trick or treat bag so that it drop in there just perfect and that yeah. was kind of cool. 
And, <clears throat> you know, we are getting into trick season. We already, Mount Pleasant, we talked about, is, is such a small town. And we we go antique shopping up there all the time. And last time we went through, it was like the whole... A whole block whole got neighborhood teepeed. got teepeed, <laughs> which, I mean, that's like throwing gold right now, but... Yeah, and for some of you kids that don't know what teepeeing is, you take toilet paper and string it throughout the trees, the bushes, and get it to stick wherever you possibly can. You know, my niece one time comes up and she goes, we're going out to do some Halloween pranks. And I was like, I, you know, I said, I just don't understand this teepeeing thing. Standing there, winging, she goes, what's teepeeing? So throwing teepee over a house, throwing it into the tree. She goes, no, we go forking. I go, what the hell did you just say? She goes, forking. She's and the like, amount of time. Exactly. <laughs> You're taking a plastic fork and sticking it in the ground. It takes just as long to do the prank as what it does to, to undo the prank. Yeah, I just, I don't understand some of the new versions. Um, the old ones was hurry up, get it done, and leave. The uh, the TPing, the Vaselining of doorknobs, egging. the egging, uh, saran wrap in the door, you know. <laughs> I just like that. I don't, I don't it just to me it just none of it really it didn't interest me. I wasn't big into doing the the trick or treating. I wasn't big into the, doing the tricking. I just for me, I guess because I had such a, a shitty go of it, I just looked at it as another day. You on the other hand, oh my lord. It's a big deal. You got you got to like this year. Oh, I had a meltdown. I can't order my contacts that I wanted for my costume. Oh, and your damn witch boots that you looked everywhere <laughs> yeah. for. Couldn't find my witch boots and the price I wanted to pay. Because um, no, you're a tight ass. I know. I can't help it. But You could eat coal and shit diamonds. Damn straight. So, <laughs> for everybody who knows my struggles are real, <laughs> shout out to you guys. Because you're probably having the same issues. Because you have to plan this stuff like two months before. Halloween. Well, there's not even a Halloween in the stores anymore that really does anything. You pointed that out the other day. You got to start looking online two months before Halloween because when you go to the store, they got this one aisle of Halloween, and then in the next aisle, there's Christmas stuff sitting next to it. And it's not just one aisle for Christmas. They decide to do, they'll pick out like a whole section of a store and turn that into Christmas. It's like, what? I just, I don't know. Is it? Don't you get know, me started. Now that I think about it, you got to get Clover over here so you guys can watch the Great Pumpkin. Yes, that's another subject that uh, maybe next year, seems how we're not going to have another podcast before Halloween, uh, we'll discuss some uh, Halloween movies that are best for what's good for kids, what's good for adults. You know, and please give us your input. You can email us or. Posted on our uh, Facebook page of the best Halloween movies that you can think of. I mean, I always we always watch the the horror movies, Pumpkinhead, and that was all me. I I started watching horror movies when I was probably about seven eight years old. So that's how much I got involved. I even started having my kids watch them about that age. So. My kids, they're, they're the ones that can go through a haunted house and pretty much laugh at pretty much everything. Um, yeah, we started Clover on horror movies when yeah. she was younger. 
She's only eight now, but we've, we've had her watching her since she's been five or six. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's not that we're trying to corrupt her. It's just we explain to her every day that it's a movie. It's not real. And when she went to that haunted house, boy, she was walking around with her chest out. And oh, she felt so big because there was teenage girls screaming. She goes, oh, Grandma Misty, they are screaming like little girls. She's, I'm a big girl because that didn't scare me. But they're terrified. It was Abe Lincoln walking around with half a face. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of feel bad because Clover's going to end up being like you. Got to go all out. Instead <laughs> of getting scared by the plastic Casper mask. It's all right. It's not a bad thing. Everything that I try and instill in my children is don't be scared of everything. Don't be terrified of everything. Um, You'll have people that are scared of the dentist, people that are scared of going to a doctor. It's just... Yeah, Clover's pretty good. She doesn't get scared with the dentist. Doctor, it really doesn't matter, but... You know, she's even been in some of the haunted houses we've investigated. Yeah. Just so she can see what we do. And because we know we made that podcast a, a week or so ago about the overselling of everything and terrifying people. And she would watch, she loves watching all the shows, all the discovery shows and travel channel shows and everything about ghost hunting. And yeah. she would sit there and she goes, Is that really what happens? And, yeah. She was very she's very interested in it, so we, we and let her go. That's where I have my proud moments with her because she'll sit there and she'll hear a noise. And you can see her little brain working. And she's like, Okay, what made that noise? I gotta go investigate it. She called you because the four o'clock in the morning, every morning, there's a scream in her house. And she needed you to come look at it because you got a boss card. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow your clergy card has now became a boss card. But hey. But, she, and you know, she'll sit there. Grandma, these lights turn on and off by yourself. I need you to come help me find out why. Yeah, because so. she, she knows that some things, it's electrical. And she'll sit there and argue with her mom, which can get humorous at times. <laughs> My daughter is full on. She's the one that would go to the haunted houses and scream her head off and she doesn't like real life hauntings and she freaks out at everything but then she's we've got clover where she's opposite of her mom now and it's like she wants to go find out what just screamed yeah she's like mom just calm down it might be the neighbors and she'll sit there and she'll investigate to see if it was the neighbors screaming one day she knocked on the door hey are you screaming So, yeah. Um, so, hopefully, you all have a lot of fun this Halloween. Hopefully, everybody... Yes. Uh, stay safe. Stay safe. And if you are the parents, like I was, that carry your alcohol in a cart while you're trick-or-treating with your kids, just be careful. I mean, you're not drinking and driving, but you're still drinking. So, be aware of what's around you while you're doing it. I guess if you're going to be a trickster, don't get yourself in too much trouble. And you know, there's always there's there's always a fine line between fun and felony. Yes. So you know, keep your head up, keep your mind 
respectful. You know, somebody toilet papers my tree, I'm going to laugh about it. But somebody slashes my tires, I'm going to be pretty pissed off about it. So, yeah, kind of be respectful, be mindful. That's something when I was growing up in my small town, Marblehead, where the animals outnumber the humans. Yeah, because you got four houses. Yeah, and, um, you know, TP in a house, saran wrapping the outhouses, stuff like that. Yes, because you used an outhouse up into the 80s. Well, you know, it was simple back then, and it was awesome, and I loved it, okay? Back then. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm an old woman. Anyway, but ours was all done in good fun. <clears throat> Everybody in town knew it. So just, you know, know your neighbors and know how they'll react. Yes, thank you. React to it. Well, that's all the time we have this week. If you have a question or a story you would like to share, or maybe you have a place that you would like to have investigated, whether it be paranormal or unexplained, feel free to email us at twisted.reality2021 at gmail.com. That's T-W-I-S-T-E-T dot R-E-A-L-I-T-Y 2021 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, keep an open mind.